acted all alright. Had no need to fight tonight, tonight. to another episode of the Bro You Know podcast, episode 4, with your co-hosts, Cripple1, Cripple2. Welcome back, back again, I can't sing for shit. For Labby, go tell your friends, ah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just quoting a Racist song. accent, S- we, won't, video. we won't get a sponsor like that. Just a Sidemen video I'm quoting from. Um, what is upcoming in this video? So, your usual NBA news, NBA scores... Um, interesting, some interesting in NBA scores, uh, not scores, news that we'll get into. Uh, UFC, uh, UFC, we will leave our opinions there, but, uh, UFC, uh, football, and I think that's it, unless you want to say something at the end. Not really. Uh, alright, let's start off with the NBA scores, let me just load them up. Right, so, today's NBA scores, um... I'll start off with Bucks versus Hawks. Um, I mean, you've got to credit the Bucks, but you've also uh, they didn't have Giannis. But um, it was no, they were resting. They're, they're resting Giannis. Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying, like, they're, they're, no, they're they're resting. Giannis, I mean, they're, Chris Middleton. No, they're resting of their whole uh, starting lineup, apart from Brook Lopez. Yeah. Um, I'll start with Milwaukee. So, um, well, the score was one thirty six, one thirty five to. Uh, uh, Hawks after overtime. Um, Tim Frazier with 20 points. Bonzi Colson with. Oh, uh, Tim Frazier with 20 points and 15 re- uh, assists. You can't even speak English. I can't. Okay. Getting back to Poland. Uh, um, um, um. <laughs> yeah, confrontation. Get me back to France. Brexit's about to happen. Uh, we can move to America so we won't be affected by. We it. can move to America. But that that's if we qualify for the green card. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, when he probably Trump, doesn't even know. And when Trump cards. leaves, that's that's when I've already made my decision. Look, look, look. Do you know what the green card is? No idea. The green card is basically if you if you're a for, foreign person wanting to live or work in the U.S., you need to qualify for something called the green card to therefore be considered a citizen of. A citizen with a green card. That's not the best explanation. Because well, the thing sure. is, I know that there's some sort of rule that um, we could only stay in the country three years, depending on the visa we get. Yeah, and like, uh, yeah, something like that. Um, so as I was saying, future uh, talk. Bonzi Colson with 15 points, 16 rebounds. Um, DJ Wilson with 12. Sterling Brown with 27, and Brook Lopez with 19. Uh, and yeah, the pretty much the start, whole starting lineup was arrested. I just realised, um, Paul Gasol is uh, in Milwaukee. What? No, but you were the one about three months ago telling me he'd 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 signed a yeah, long. Yeah, no, I, I just completely Spurs. forgot because he Never has. We had... the next day signed a uh, two year what two year one one point five million dollar. No, but it's because we haven't seen him play yet, so. 
they're resting him for the playoff because yeah, he's, he's, he's just an extra piece. And the fact is, he's the oldest member of the squad now. The, th- the thing is, Paul Gasol, in a game, you really only want to use him, especially in the playoffs, you really only want to use him for 10 minutes. In those 10 minutes, 10 minutes, you you have him do the pick and pop with Giannis, gives you another pick and pop option. So you have Brook Lopez, the power forward, and then you have Paul Gasol, Leave, leaving the midway, leaving the leaving the paint for Giannis to drive in, and then Pau Gasol and um, Brook Lopez on the outside, and th- and and that's all you want Pau Gasol to do. Hit two th- two threes, it two, one or two threes a game, and then go back on the bench. Um, for the Hawks, John Collins with twenty three points. Trey Young uh, didn't have a big shooting game, 12 points, but he did have 16 assists. Um, Justin Anderson with 24 points, 12 rebounds. Uh, and Alex Lem with 23 points. That's all for the Hawks. Um, Warriors blew out Kemba and the Charlotte Hornets, 90-137. Um, I mean, there's no significant stats for... Uh, for Charlotte, apart from Willie Hernan Gomez getting 22 points uh, for Golden State. Right, did you see Del Curry? Because Del Curry and... Um, I man- saw Del Curry, I saw Baby... Uh, don't actually know his name. Um, I think it's Nathan or something. And Steph Curry. And, and their mum Amanda. I didn't see Mama Magda, but I did see... Uh, I, did just, I did just see the baby, Del Curry and but, Steph. But the thing is, because the cut... The whole curry like parents and grandparents live in North in Charlotte. That's why Steph Curry said he at least wants to be like his dad and play at least a bit of a season in Charlotte. So that so that's why, like, I feel like, like his last season will be in Charlotte. So same with LeBron. LeBron's last season in the NBA, like. His second to last season will be on. Because what will happen with LeBron in, in my mind is whichever team LeBron James LeBron James Jr. is drafted to, um, LeBron James is going to ask the Lakers to uh, trade trade him automatically to that one team, so he can play with his son. Yeah. Um, or or LeBron or AK Le GM. Finds a way to cheese LeBron James Jr. onto the Lakers. I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, to be honest. Um, Chef Curry with 25 points. Um, Clay with 24. KD only with 11, but he did shoot 5 for 5. Um, uh, Cousins isn't putting up anything, although he did only play 11 minutes and got ejected, so... Uh, and Quinn Cook got 21 points. Um, now, this one I'm not confused about, but it's telling me something. What? Mavs versus Thunder. Right. This is one of these games where which Luka Doncic doesn't play in, and Would they you- win. What and what does that tell you? And this tells me that what if Luka Doncic could potentially be the problem? 
I mean, I know they're not like trying to win right, all the right, time. Right, right. Let, 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 let me just unpack the stupidity in what you've just said. How dare you? Um, there, there, there is no way they can turn back on Nuka Donjic. No, no they, I don't they, think. They, no, they, they've made him the centerpiece of the franchise. It's now. It's, now it's about for the next ten years to find a team that can best suit him and that can go to the finals round him. Because every single team, when once they get the best draft prospect, oh, the only teams that I have seen do this correctly are um, Giannis uh, and the, the Milwaukee Bucks and James Harden. Those are the only teams that I've seen. They've got, they've got their, their franchise player and they've built accordingly to their franchise player. No, no, because LeBron's first go in Cleveland, they did not build effectively. And the most recent situation, Anthony Davis got drafted. Basically, the Pelicans franchise, because they were, they had new ownership. The new ownership was, was try and get a championship, try and get a championship, try and get a championship. Instead of l- looking at the roster and saying, yes, you have an Anthony Davis. Yes, we've just traded for a, a an all-star in Drew Holiday at the time. And and it was like, now you've got those two pieces. Win an NBA title within three years. Because that's what, what once Anthony Davis was drafted, the New Orleans owner said that within three years of Anthony Davis getting tr- traded, they wanted to be in a Western Conference final. This was this was in 2012. So they said, from from that point on in 2012 to the NBA Finals of 2015, at that point the Warriors weren't a thing. They were still developing as well. Basically, basically your Western Conference Finals, like thunder, was was thun was thunder was was um the thunder in San Antonio. That that, that 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 was that was you. Was that Miami. was your No, but you are you are you? Do you even study geography? Miami is in the east. No, I'm saying that the fine the NBA finals no, was. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but I'm trying to say the Western Conference finals because the goal of the New Orleans owner as soon as Anthony Davis got drafted was within three years make it to a Western Conference finals. Within in 2015. So they they basically got they got Drew Holiday, put them together, and then basically they said, "Oh, everything's going to figure out." Instead of getting pieces to Anthony Davis, that they just put veteran after veteran after veteran after the veteran around all these guys, and yes, it it made Anthony Davis mature quicker than any other NBA rookie. But the, the but the veterans weren't useful in the way weren't useful in the way of um, actually, building a system around Anthony Davis because, and I really think Alvin Gentry, although was the was the head coach for the Warriors, that um, in two thousand fourteen, that got them to the Western Conference Finals because the thing got them to got them to the second round of the playoffs was very impressive. Um. Got offered the New Orleans job. Got offered a hell of a lot of money for the New Orleans job. Took the New Orleans job, 
and that's why Steve Kerr took the Warriors job because the and therefore Steve Kerr assembled a whole staff and then won and then won four, and then won three championships in a row. Well, not three championships in a row. Two championships in a row, then Cleveland, and now he's three on, championships he's within four years. Yeah, and uh, and now he's on for his fifth in six years. Um, going back to the box score, um, it was hundred six to hundred three, uh, yeah. Mavericks. Uh, Jalen Brunson with eighteen points. I really do like Jalen Brunson. I really, really do like him. All the the thing is with Jalen Brunson is that. These players that have played four years in college, um, they're, they're almost already playing to their full potential. Because the th- the thing is, you in the NBA you hit your full potential by the time you're you're 25, 26, 27. That's when you hit your prime. And the later you enter the NBA, so because the thing is, the thing is, you can even enter the if you take an extra an extra academic year at college because you. Because you haven't got you haven't got your degree or don't have don't have enough interest to to drop out. You can you can take an extra year at college, and therefore you can leave college by the time you're twenty four, twenty five, and therefore imagine then being the time that you that you're drafted. You're drafted at twenty four because Malcolm Brogdon was drafted as 23 years old he he is now 26 damn so but the thing is the later you enter the NBA the closer to you are to your prime and therefore because Jalen Brunson played 3 years at college i am wary about whether although he's playing great and he he is one of those role players that for the few years few years yet to come or is going to be a shooting versatile shooting guard that is either a sixth man or or can even be a starter on some teams, but but he but he really won't be able to improve much because the thing is when pe- when people say to me oh Malcolm Brogdon like on another team potentially potentially has star potential and I, I I just laugh at them like or on because the thing is Malcolm Brogdon can't. Came out as a senior. The thing is, Kyle Kuzma won't improve that much. He came out as a senior. The later you enter the NBA, the less potential you have. So, so although like these great these players like Mikael Bridges, Jalen Brunson, Omari Spellman, they did their their years in college, and that's they're better players because of because as one and dones. They wouldn't have even got drafted, but because they spent that whole three years in college, they they've developed it as an NBA as an NBA prospect. But as an NBA prospect, that they they won't develop as much. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, say that again. Sorry. That, that's all I'm trying to say is that that these NBA prospects that come out when they're seniors at, at university, they won't improve as much. Because yeah. you're you're coming out of univer- of college university at twenty three, twenty four, and even some cases twenty five. Um, going back to the box score quickly, uh, Trey Burke with twenty five. See, points. see, he's tr- he's trying to rush through everything. Well, I mean, last time we barely went through it all. I mean, no, not barely, but barely. 
Um, Trey Burke with 25 points. Um, that's it for Dallas. And that, that surprises me, the whole um, stat line for them. And like compared to which I'm about yeah, but, to mention. But, the, but then again, going back to Luka Doncic. If you look at Luka Doncic, he's... Because the thing is, what I've often said about a Ben Simmons, a Giannis, and a LeBron, is that they are so dominant on the ball that they need a system where they've got shooters around them and they've got a, they've got a centre who can shoot. Now, the Lakers made the mistake of going playmaking so to give LeBron a chance to be off-ball, but that didn't happen, and as the season slowly dwindled on, um, LeBron James just took over. I mean, the thing and, is, but, you've got to say that in the first um, few years, I mean, not a few years, a few uh, months, they were top four, and LeBron was... Um, playing more off the ball. And top three in MVP. So it's just... I mean, I think it's just mainly because of all the injuries that they've had. Lonzo, LeBron... Uh, uh, and, the, uh, and then the chemistry of the team uh, after the All-Star break was dead. Was literally killed. Because of the whole Anthony Davis situation. I mean, it is, it's a pretty shame that they weren't able to get into the playoffs. But Because I think if they, if they had gone to the playoffs, and assuming that they were half-healthy... And and knowing what LeBron does in playoffs, they would have gone to the Western Conference Finals. Oh, no, definitely. I oh, know. Even I mean, if they, they were, well, e- even if they were the eighth seed, <clears throat> if they somehow, after everything, managed to be the eighth seed, um, and still they would have still gone to Western Western Conference Finals because of how good LeBron is. And the fact is, I was actually watching the Christmas game, uh, Lakers versus Warriors, and even when LeBron was injured uh, during that game and he didn't come back, somehow that young core still managed to dominate throughout that whole game, beating the Warriors. All right. Um, Steven Adams with um, 20 points, 15 rebounds. Paul George with 27 points, 11 rebounds. Russell Westbrook with a triple-double, 25 points, 11 rebounds, 11 assists. Um, and that is all for the OKC game. Seeing as we were talking about the Lakers just a second ago, we'll talk about their game. Blowing out uh, New Orleans by 28 points. Uh, JaVale McGee, who's been... I think he's he's pretty uh, playing pretty well at the moment. Um, 23 points, 16 rebounds. Um, Ra- uh, Rajon Rondo with 24 points, 12 re- assists. Uh, Caldwell Pope with 19 points. Alex Caruso with 23. Uh, and that is all for the Lakers. Um, Julius Randle with 17. Jilly Woker for 15. And that is all for the game for that game um i don't think there's any more games to uh talk about really uh have you got anything that that went quick yeah uh straight on to nba news straight on to nba news we shall go i think 
Uh, and, we, and we also need to make our announcement all kind of like twi- I, I I do I do want to state everything that is happening at Bro, you know, because I think for the first time in the six weeks we've run Bro, you know, we kind of had our first disagreement. Um, and I and I want to put this out there because I think it, being open about the issue is the best is the best way to to solve the issue. And it just allows for the listeners to know, know us a bit better, know, know like the goings on about it. We had our, we didn't have an argument. We had our first real disagreement about where Bro, you know, should go. And I just at the end, or after the NBA news, or after the. Or, no, actually, at the end, it makes more sense just to address the situation. Nothing bad's happened from it. Like, what you could even say is that more positives have gone have out of the situation. More positives have come out of the situation than first going into the situation. Do you want to say anything about it? I mean, I think we've got... I mean, uh, you've got now... I mean, I, I, I've tried to convince you to have a different mindset into how the future's going to go. And I, I, th- I think I'm now op- more open about it, and I, th- I think I want to try it. No, actually, actually, I want to go for it. He's managed to convince me or skills. But um, do you I, say I, you're going to announce it now, or...? No, no. I, I, I want to go in-depth on it, and... Therefore, to go in depth, I think we'll just leave it at the end. All right. Um, so we'll start off with NBA news, uh, something we talked about before we started. Um, Chris Saps, Paul Zingas. R- r- right. Um, Chris Saps, Paul Zingas. Yeah, now, go- for first of all, what I want to say is that this is a very delicate situation. And we will go with the idea of innocent or proven guilty. Because I think that's the best way to handle this, these situations. But basically, the gist of what has happened. Um, actually, I need to find my notes I made on it. So can you plug us? Uh, do a cheeky plug on our Whilst, uh, Cripple Two finds us uh, sources. Um, make sure to check our Instagram at Bro. You know underscore podcast underscore blog twitter at bruh underscore no i think it's bruh you know all of it um bruh underscore i think it's bruh underscore, tw- underscore you underscore no right right we're having technical issues as well i mean i'll put on a slide or uh picture yes you, you need to... to use the slide you didn't use the slide in the last episode no i'll put in the slide at some at the end but um now I've yeah, got. You, I made a different slide, so it'll be, yeah. But the, um, yeah, but, the, but the thing is, you, the thing is, you you need to put the slide when we're actually talking about social media, because the thing is, what you did is that we talked about social media at the start and in the middle, and then you put it right at the end. True that. That makes no sense at all. It's saying, um, for that's very true. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. We also have our Spotify. I mean, we don't have Spotify, but basically, we use Anchor Podcasts, which therefore um, 
uses uh, transfers it to Spotify episodes to Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast. Um, in fact, check it out for yourself if you're starting a podcast yourself. Speaking of starting podcasts, Rene V, no idea still who you are, and you wanted to. No, your window's too late, Rene V. No, I think if he if he actually does reply, then uh, you know we can yeah, but try the whole three musketeer thing. No, 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 no. We don't. We haven't even. We don't even know what know what he sounds like. I know like, that's why he needs to first get uh, talk to us when we asked him. I don't. I don't know. His case is closed. Or. Yeah, but then again, you've convinced me on many issues in the past 24 hours, so I wouldn't be surprised if you convinced me on that. On that. So let so I've got the story here. Um, I um cre, um the article go. I think is the most in-depth article on the issue. Um, I think so. Credit thebusinessinsider.com. Um, article by Scott Davis. Um, and it reads. The the New York's um the, the New York City the police in New York City are investigating a rape allegation against Christoph Porzingis, current Dallas Mavericks forward, in a, a Manhattan suite penthouse. Um, a woman alleged that in the hours after Porzingis suffered a season-ending ACL tear on February the sixth. 6, 2018, he invited her over to his apartment and had non-consensual sex with her. Porzingis' attorney, Roland G. Rappel, who probably represents every NBA, not every NBA player, but almost 60% of NBA players are represented by Roland G. Rappel, I think. That's how you pronounce it. Anyway, so then goes on to say ESPN um, obtained the text, the text where where um, no text and emails. In these text messages, Porzingis had told the woman he was drunk and invited over her her to his apartment. Furthermore, um, it then goes on to say how. In late October, the woman said that she went there to get an auto from Paul Zingus, and they had an extremely aggra- aggressive in- encounter. So this is an octo. The original sexual assault happened. The alleged sexual assault happened in February, and this re- incident reoccurred on October when it was an extremely aggressive encounter. And then furthermore, ESPN said that text after February the 7th, uh, February 7th, um, showed that the woman asked to spend intimate time with Porzingis, and that's, and that some included, um, inc- include, and the article goes on to say, in, in their conversation, they exchanged explicit photos, called it, furthermore, Already said. Furthermore, but they tr- they wrap it up by saying the woman lived in the same building as Porzingis, and 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 
they seem friendly in person, but texted a lot. Um, and the, and therefore the text messaging from ESPN standpoint um, showed the woman to be wanting a romantic relationship with Paul Zingas rather than one trying to get compensation for the for um, the non the non consensual sex. Um, but she also want, wanted him to honour what she she says was his, his commitment to contribute sixty eight thousand dollars to 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 a college fund for her brother. Um, ESPN then reported the, the woman so sent the the um, sent the police photos of hair loss and a broken nose from the encounter she had with Paul Zingas. And therefore, she needed ten thousand dollars in corrective surgery. The, the woman continued continued on to tell the police that in an email, the Porzingis was very apologetic, loving, and caring, and offered to pay thousand dollars for her brother's college tuition. ESPN said it obtained a copy of a written letter the woman said was a con- contractual agreement for Porzingis. To make the sixty-eight thousand dollar payment, in it, according to ESPN, Porzingis' name is misspelled. It is unclear whether a signature, whether a signature is his. Rypel told ESPN on Sunday that he and Porzingis believe the letter was a forgery, and that they had asked for the original to be sub- submitted for handwriting analysis, but the woman declined, according to ESPN. The woman told the Knicks in an e- in an email that she did not want to get Porzingis in any trouble with the law, and that further she stayed with Porzingis on February seventh, and that she wrote that she had fun times with him, but doesn't negate the fact that they had a contractual agreement to pay to pay the gift. Of sixty-eight thousand dollars for the for the college tuition. Um, the next the next legal department notified Paul Zingas's legal t- team of the woman's side of the story in an email on October thirtieth. ESPN reported that at the time a criminal complaint had had not been filed. Uh, Raya Paul said it in his Saturday statement that federal law enforcement had been contacted in December based on the accuser's extortionate demands and that the NBA was notified of the matter. The NBA confirmed on Saturday they was aware of the matter. On on Sunday, Michelle Roberts, the executive director of the National Basketball Players Association, said in a statement, we have been aware of these allegations for some time and have evaluated the accuser's claims based on what is um, before us. Um, stand with Chris Dapps on the issue. Um, there have been conflicting reports on whether the Knicks and the Mavericks discussed the rape allegation while negotiating a trade for Paul Zingas earlier this January. ESPN um, um, ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski reported on Saturday that, that quote, the Knicks had been informed on the Mavericks of the of the charge against Paul Zingas 
Uh, furthermore, on Sunday, Brad, Brad, Brad Townsend of the Dallas Morning News reported that the Mavericks had heard only of an, extor- an extortion case involving Paul Singer's not a rape allegation. The Knicks and Mavericks have not offered further comment on the matter since the report. That is the excellent article on the Business Insider. And I don't know if you're listening to us, but but can you link the article in the description? I will send you the link. So yeah, you can, yeah, send me the link and then I'll... So uh, a br- brilliant article by um, Scott Davis goes into detail with both sides and uh, both official comments from about the issue. Um, up, update for, for anyone watching the football... It is one. Is it? It is one nil Arsenal against Newcastle. Yeah, yeah, I know that. No, I know. But we'll get into the football later because I've got my football section. Um, do you have any thoughts on the matter? And and also, um, the allegate the allegations that that she goes on to say in a statement on Sunday night. <clears throat> she goes further into what actually ha- happened from her side. Of, allegedly happened on that night where. She goes into detail about what he called her, and the terms are nice, considering her her background. And I will let you search those terms up on your own free time. But what are your what are your what are your thoughts on the issue? Um, it for me, it's very unexpected for Chris Tapspolzingas to do something like that. It just, he just doesn't strike me as a guy to um, be raping or abusing uh, someone in any way. Um, but that, especially but the that, fact that it was apparently two days after he got injured is more suspicious than ever. But, um, I mean, obviously... And, and, it, at, it this will... point, at this point, I wouldn't say anything is suspicious. I would just say that there are two sides of the story... One that seems extremely um, disappointing from Paul Zengus, and one that, that does seem a bit hard to believe with how the, the woman potentially um, forged the letter of agreement between her and Paul Zengus. But, like, I mean, it will ruin his career and he probably will be banned f- forever. I mean, he's obviously going to go to jail if, he, if this is true. But but they have no way they have no way to find if it's true. But basically, uh, until the woman c- al- allows the police to do a handwriting an- analysis on that letter, then if it's proven to be a forged letter, then she could get in trouble for for criminal um for criminal um forgery. I mean, I I can't necessarily um, give my input in it because, because it's, in, it's not... innocent till innocent till yeah. proven guilty. Anyway, on a much lighter subject, what is the next point? LeBron is to sit out for the rest of the season. Right? Who expected this? Everyone, put their hands up. I mean... Although you can't see our hands, <laughs> but be. Both me and Creeper one have put our hands up. See, that that was an attempt at comedy. I mean, obviously, because they're not going to get into the playoffs anyway, so you may as well just chillax. Yeah, but the, can can I have a big Lakers rant? 
of show. I mean, basically, as I said, as I alluded to earlier, the Lakers came into this season with LeBron instead of adding the players that could fit into a system a bit like Giannis, where you because the best system to have LeBron in and and I'm sorry, the 2016 Cavs were exactly that. They were shoot. They were shooters. You had Kyle Korver. You had J.R. Smith, who could hit, who could, who would, who was a streaky shooter at the time. You had Delavadova, who was a good defensive point guard and stopped and and completely locked down Curry in Game One of that 2016 series. But but you you had these players that knew their roles and bounced off LeBron very well. And I think going into this season, um, it was kind of more... Lebron LeBron wants to try something different, and he wants to be the off-ball player, while he has Alonzo Ball, a Lance Stevenson, and a Rajon Rondo, who are both known to be, to be non-shooters, um, be be on the team and be part of that core seven man rotation that Luke Walton was going to be using. Because realistically, every NBA team, although it's a fifteen man roster, there 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 is at least seven to nine players that that know that they are starting for definite, know that they are playing for definite. As in. Those seven to nine guys uh, get played at least at least the amount of basketball that they that they know they're going to play basketball. And anyway, in that nine man rotation, the bench was basically non shooters. And I think I think they kind of realised that only at the trade deadline, which is kind of stupid, when they finally got Mike Muscala. Um, who's a good shooting three? Who's a, who's a good tenor that shot threes? They could have actually matched the Brook Lopez offer. Imagine if Brook Lopez was on that Lakers team this year. That Lakers team would have probably got to the finals. I'm not. And and I don't, I just think that the that any team that's got a ball dominant player like a Giannis, like. Like a Giannis, like a Ben Simmons, like a LeBron James, needs to put shooters around them. It's a bit different when you got a James Harden, Luka Doncic, because they can create their own offense and they have a three-point shot and they can get other players involved. It's just about with them having veterans that know their role, that can be defensive players. Like, but with that type of ball dominant player, especially now that you've got guys. And Zion Williamson is going to have to be like this as well because Zion, if you expect Zion Williamson to be to be a average three point shooter, which which currently in the NBA, an average three point shooter is being above thirty eight percent shooting. If you expect Zion to be a thirty percent shooter when currently he is being a twenty seven point five percent shooter, you're then they um whoever drafts drafts um Zion or gets Zion, whether that's New Orleans through an Anthony Davis trade with New York, whether that's Chicago through through a tra- through either trading 
or or getting the number one pick. No, no, whether 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 it's Chicago, Cleveland, Phoenix, or New York, it really it that team then all of a sudden needs to build around Zion and put shooters around him because that's the best way you get advantage of these hyper-athletic, ball-dominant players. So that's my Lakers rant over. I mean, was that the Lakers rant, rant or more... Uh... It was more libra- uh, It was more of a rant about... No, because... No, it was more about the Lakers being stupid more than than actual having a go of the Lakers because I think the Lakers only realised probably at the trade deadline that they needed to trade for more shooters because yeah I I just think I mean it do, I don't really care to be honest I mean they, they're not going into the playoffs it is LeBron he is Le GM he gets to decide what he wants to do so he may as well just sit out I mean yeah, but yeah, but I on I honestly think that this could could be. I think next season, if the Clippers, it really depends what happens this off season, and that's why this off season is so interesting, to me at least. Nah, it, it will be with um, Nick or Clippers, all the free agents. It's going to be. The biggest like... free agent destinations in my yeah. mind are Brooklyn and... Um, but, but, but that's a different topic. That's for a different day. Different day, different day, different day, different day, different no. day, different day. Gucci not... gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. Please stop, please stop, please stop. It's not ne- necessarily... We are really crippled here, bro, you know. It's not necessarily NBA news, but it's something that's huge. NCAA. Up. NCAA, yes. The fact that the fact that Duke uh, lost to NC, uh, NSU and NSU or NCU can't remember which one. Um, uh, they lost sixty eight, sixty seven. Um, Zion gonna have his jersey retired, and uh, he, didn't you say he's gonna have a tour or something? Yeah, that he's gonna have a. He's, I don't. It's a worldwide press tour, but they have a. They're having a they're having a press store starting next week with him on ESPN and on on um undisputed talk, talking about the NBA draft or something. I mean, it might it'll be interesting to see him uh, if he does come to the UK on BT. So, because I can watch it. Uh, do you have anything for UFC? Did you say you have something? Right. Um. I will also talk about um, the debuts of Eddie Alvarez and Demetrius Johnson in one championship. Quickly, so I so we will start with UFC on ESPN two. I will only go over the the main card as you as per usual. Um, it is UFC two thirty six fight week this week. Noise. So we will go from 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 the card, which started with Sadiq Youssef beating Shimon Marais by decision. By by decision, I don't know if that was unanimous or that was split. Doesn't say. Um, I did not watch this fight. 
I, I didn't even see the highlights for this fight. Um, Sadiq Yusuf came in, if I remember rightly, came in as an underdog against Shimon Marais, which Shimon Marais often gets confused with Marlon Marais. Uh, they're not related. They're just both Brazilian with the, with the same surname. Um, but Shimon Marais is, is a prospect at Featherweight, and I was surprised to see him lose um, to see him lose to a, a rather new prospect in Sadiq Yusuf. Now, moving on, on to light heavyweight, um, Paul Craig beats um, beats um, Tuesday night uh, Danish Tuesday Tuesday night contender um, Kennedy Kennedy Nigerian surname can't remember is Nezachukwu Kennedy Nezachukwu I think don't quote me on that but I, but I can remember him making a jo- joke of him be- just calling it just call me Nigerian surname. Which I found funny. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um. Basically, is that is that your solution to everything? Oh uh, no no <laughs> don't, don't quote don't quote me on that don't quote me on that. Um. Anyway, he was just uh, he he. I think they were both prospects from the uh, Dana White Tuesday Night Fight contender thing. Or um, someone in the comments can correct me on that if I, if I if I got got that wrong. But yeah. Now a really, 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 really big fight at women's strawweight, and no, and because women's strawweight is is in a position where you've you've got a UFC two thirty seven, I think, um, in Brazil where 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 um, Rose Nama Yunus is defending her title against. Um, is defending a title against Jessica Andrade, which is basically a big fight for the strawweights. Rose Nama Yunus comes back off to off back to back wins to to Joanna Jacek, which I just think she completely outmatched in both fights. And yeah, um, now for the, now for that for that fight, I expect I'll, I I will preview that when we come to that, but. Whoever wins that Jessica Andrade fight, and that whoever wins that fight between Rose and 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 Jessica has um really fights uh, anywhere in between uh, before before UFC on ESPN one had the potential to f- to fight between four four cont- four contenders um, Nina Ansaroff, who is the wife of Amanda Nunes. Um, just fun fact if you guys didn't know. Matt, you do know who Amanda Nunes is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was she beat uh, Cyborg for the title. Matt, can you edit that out because I've said I've said your name twice now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <coughs> in answer off, who is um, Amanda Nunes' wife? So, cripple or not? I don't know if you if you knew that. Um, what the who who Amanda Nunes is or? No, no, like the the, the they were. No, I didn't make that. No. So, who is Amanda Nunes' wife? They are actually quite funny together. Ch- uh, follow Amanda and, and Nina on Instagram. Their Instagram stories are some of the funniest things ever. 
Um, then you got Nina Ansaroff, and um, I can't remember her name. I think let let me check it out. But then again, you, then you've got Michelle Waterson versus Car- Carolina. Carolina. Um, ca- how do um how can you how how if I put this my phone to the screen? Can you can you because this is because Carolina is a Polish strawweight fighter. Oh, you, uh, hang on, let me see it. Let me see it. Uh, let me let it focus. Um, let me go on to the actual Skype. Uh, Ion is focusing. Carolina, Carolina Kova. Hang on, I'll check it myself. Yeah. So, but, but, any, but anyway, um, this was a big fight to declare. This was a big fight to declare who potentially has the next straw rate fight between Jessica Andrade and Rose and then probably now Michelle Waterson puts herself in a position where um, depending on whoever wins the Nina Ansaroff versus um, Hang on wait, let me just uh, pronounce it Karolina Kowalkiewicz There we go Hasn't she got a title? No No that, you're confusing that with the with, with um the other Polish top five contender women's story, jo- Joanna Jędrzejczyk. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Who of, yeah. who who was the um who was the women's strawweight champion for two years, and then Rosie Yama Yunus last year beat her. Um, Nina Nina Ansaroff. Who is she fighting next? She is fighting. Do 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 news. Uh, Tatiana Suarez. Tatiana Suarez is the other big. So the four the four big contenders right now because Joanna Jędrzejczyk is coming off a loss. So I I don't think she's ranked in the top five. She I think she is ranked at six. Um, the former champion I know, quite a fall from grace, but you have Jessica Andrade as number one contender. I think you have no Joanna Jacek is the second contender. Then you then you've got um then you got Nina Ansaroff. Then you've got Carolina. Then then you've then you've got uh, Tatiana Suarez, and then you've got Michelle Watson. And now that Michelle Watson has be- beaten Carolina, it's it's a big statement in um in um who will fight next for that title uh is that all for your uh um and i ju- i just want to and i just want to cover quickly um the ma- the main event um, which was uh Justin Gaethje versus Edson Barboza very good fight very technical very big technical fight they're, they're both technical wizards, masterminds, whatever you call them. Um, Justin Gaethje is a pressure fighter, and if you look at Edson Barboza's record, he does not do well against pressure fighters. And I think Edson Barboza right now is on a three-fight losing streak. First to Khabib. I don't know who he lost to on 
I think he lost to someone else. But don't quote me on that. Emma, I will need to find out. Uh, because because um, Cripple One is such a good editor now with our new software, which we will mention at the end. Um, he can probably um, put in who who the three fight losing streak. But you've streak got to let, you've got to show me, send it to me or something. Yeah, so I know who it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll pro- I'll do it after 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 this. A- anyway, um, pressure fighter Justin Gaethje, he just that stood there. Pressure Edson Barboza. Edson Barboza made the same mistakes he's done in his past three fights, and bam, he he lost. Um, vicious KO, and for three weeks in a row now we've had very vicious KOs as the endings of each UFC event, which which we can only be grateful for. Uh, I'll go through my th- football now. Yeah. Um, I'll start off with the Premier League scores. Some of the um main games so uh, Man City winning 2-0 to Fulham uh, Aguero assisting and scoring a goal uh, the other goal was scored by um, I don't know I can never know whether it's it never tells me whether it's Bernardo Silva or whether it's David Silva uh, anyway I'll carry on uh, Wolves surprisingly although Burnley is on a really good streak um Lost. They're not in the relegation zone anymore. Yeah, I know, but they moved quite a bit, at, like ahead of uh, for a while now. But they're they're doing I pretty well. I honestly think Sean Dyche, if if I th- I think Sean Dyche needs to get an award for what he's doing at Burnley. Eight, he's the longest reigning manager in the Premier League right now at a club. The longest reigning manager, eight eight years. Um, and three months, I think, at Burnley. And last season as well, you got they were eighth, which is and, and got them to the Europa League. <laughs> Although they completely failed in the Europa League, because the thing is, didn't you hear about the start of the season that um, because they didn't have enough players to qualify? For... No, I don't know if I got this right, but something with their player registra- registration. It went wrong because we have we're avid players of FM. We now understand the struggle the managers have with player regist- player registration because it is annoying in FM, and I can't imagine how annoying it is in real life. Um, basically, I think I think Burnley just miscalculated the whole Europa League qualification. They didn't even get the group. They didn't even qualify for the group stage because I think that their squad was too small. They had Joe Hart in goal, so that's another mistake. So United uh, also won against Watford. Marcus Rashford and Anthony Martial with the goals. Uh, Abdoule Dukour, I think that's how you pronounce it. Uh, 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 Abdul Dukour, yeah, big big French midfielder. And it's just I, I'm surprised he hasn't been called up to the Euro qualification because what he's doing at Watford right now for the past two years has been not sure of impressive. Um, somehow, I mean, what that Watford lineup, that four four two 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 with the whole straight line, just yeah, 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 I, yeah, the yeah, thing yeah, is, yeah. It does yeah, work. Yavi Gracia is such a good manager, it, but it does and, work though. That's the thing. And I wouldn't be surprised that Yavi Gracia gets um, 
what you call it, gets the chip. I, w- I honestly want to put a prediction out there. I honestly think that there is a chance that Javi Gracia is the next Chelsea manager. Chelsea manager? Yeah, but if you, if you realistically look at what's going to happen with the Chelsea manager with the Chelsea manager's job, it is realistically going. I could on. Allegri is not going to take the Chelsea job. Um, you could you could be looking at Eddie Howe taking the Chelsea job. So because because right now the bookies have both Eddie Howe and Yavi Garcia as the favourites to overtake uh, Sorry, because Sorry has said he he is not staying after this year and Sorry is already rumoured to be the next Roma manager. Sorry to be Roma manager. Yeah. Because he, he's not too Because the, the fact the fact is Ro, Roma Roma in, in January sacked their manager and that and hired an interim manager and that now they they've just been looking at managers for the past three months or two months rather and and apparently their top three favourites for the job are Jardim actually Jardim I could see taking over at Chelsea you never I, know I with Chelsea think, honestly I think with with Jardim it's so funny he get he gets sacked from Monaco for having a terrible start to the season. Get they get Omri in. Omri nearly relegates them. Jardim comes back to Monaco. Jardim saves them. And they're now in relegation whatsoever, so I, I, I honestly think they shouldn't have even sacked Jardim in the first place. The fact that Jardim went, went on a ten game um run where where um that they didn't win, they didn't win, they didn't win. They only they only drew and lost. But but then again, in those in those time periods, I just think board, boards need to be more understanding of the actual manager, and just understand that if it continues on for like like, like let's say fifteen to twenty games, I would understand. But it, these are just phases in, like the wins will have come eventually. And I just and I just think sacking him and then automatically hiring on Ray was the wrong choice. Was, um, a, was a bad move. I mean, um, that's all for the Saturday, March thirtieth. Uh, Sunday, you had your two games. When uh, speaking of Chelsea, uh, barely, just barely. I, I I know the controversy was stupid. Chelsea shouldn't have even won that game. Their lo- Ruben Loftus cheek is just—he was it, so lucky to get that last-minute goal. No, no, and poor like, Cardiff uh, though, because Cardiff. I, 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 I do- don't know what drug the 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 the, um, so, the, uh, the sideline referee was, but it was like, close my eyes. I'll ju- I won't put my flag up. I will just be in La La Land while while Loft. And the fact is that they had a chance to go to VAR. They they go to VAR. VR, VR, VAR still rules their goal because apparently um, the Cardiff player moving forward to um, block Ruben Loftus-Cheek from the header is considered moving forward when actually he was moving sideways. 
I mean, you can't change the past now. Yeah, but no, but I could like from from a different angle. Like I could see why, because the the thing is, if the defender had moved forward, that would have been offside. It's, it's complicated. Go see the replays for yourself. It w- it wasn't a goal, but then I can understand why the referees called it a goal. And now probably um, uh, the biggest Sunday game: Liverpool versus Tottenham. Oh, older virals, what are you doing? Let me explain to you. That own goal is all Lloris' fault. If he hadn't pushed it towards Toby Alderweireld, they wouldn't have uh, lost that. I mean, thank um, God they lost it, because now Arsenal are going to be above them. But, you know, it's just... It depends if Arsenal doesn't bottle it. Have you seen our schedule? Have you seen our schedule? What is the current score? 1-0 still. They just started the second half. Okay. I don't think you're going to bottle it. We've, have you, if you've seen our schedule, we are not going to bottle it. Trust me. Boy. And Tottenham got Manchester City left. Um... I, I honestly think there is a chance that I'll still finish third. I, I think they can. And the thing is, the plus side of us finishing th- uh, third is that... We could potentially uh, Emery could get some money uh, for it because they Cronkies did say that um, they want us to that they want Arsenal to perform as good as um, Rams so it's, and they said that they want us to be in a Champions League spot and then they'll consider. Yeah, but the yeah, but the thing the, the, the thing is they can still be in the Champions League for a spot if they finish fourth. It's just it it means it won't be automatic. Because the thing is, if you finish fourth, you still have to go through Champions League qualifying. Um, I mean, we're winning right now, so I, that's all I'm happy with, really. We, we, I, mean, I feel like if we, if we, if Emery and the Cronkies allow Emery to uh, have some money, just like Liverpool did to sign Van Dijk, I honestly think we can um, contend for first place next season. What? Ball, what? What bull crap is this? I don't think you. I don't think you can. The thing is, the only two teams that can realistically, in my mind, contend are Liverpool. The only four teams I could see contend are Liverpool, Manchester City, if the Glazers give money in the summer, because the Glazers. The thing is, I don't trust Cronkite to put enough money in the club. I don't. The thing is, I know that Cronkite. I know Cronkite is well, it's worth more money than... I, actually, it really do, depends because last year the Glazers were, were had more money than Cronkite and, and for the start of this year, Cronkite has more money than than the Glazers. So, really, so I think they can put out the same financial investment, but it really depends on how I much... I just think... I th- I think Ole will get more backing than Emery will. I think if if uh, Kroenke doesn't invest uh, this season, then I think he sh- he should just sell the club. Yeah, but who 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 should he sell to? Because no, I mean that's the thing. That's the problem. Thing who because Uzmanov wants to buy Arsenal. You you tried to buy it, but the thing is with Uzmanov is that. Um, Is that he would spend he would spend money for the club, but 
but it's it it wouldn't be something like a because the thing is, have you heard the rumors about um the the um uh, the Saudis the um the next Saudi family wanting to because you know you know the the Saudi um the the Saudi um royal family is made up of twenty four families. Uh no. I and that basically the Saudis are made of twenty four families, and they and they each own twenty four of the biggest um oil businesses in the world. Um and base all from Saudi Arabia, and basically at least four of them own now own football teams with one owning one owning um Manchester City. One owning PSG, one one owning, I think, um, they own, so somewhere in Eastern Europe, but y- y- you see, and there are rumours now that that Dan Levy doesn't have enough money to push into Tottenham, which I think I th- I think if you saw how Dan Levy was very reluctant to spend money last year. And give Pochettino money. Because you know Dan Levy didn't want to give Pochettino money last summer. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they never sign anyone anyway, so... But the, but the thing is, now, now there, is, there is genuine interest from the Saudis to actually buy Tottenham, especially after the new stadium. City's record in the Champions League, I... I, I I'm going to see. Um... Let me just quickly wrap up the football so we can uh, talk about the whole situation with the bro, you know, uh, at the end. Um, so the top five in the Premier League right now, uh, if this will let me roll, uh, Liverpool in first uh, with 32 games played though, uh, 79 points. Manchester City with 31 games, 77 points. Arsenal, 61. Excuse me, oh, well, no, they have now, um, they've got 63 um, unless they lose a draw, then it keeps 61. Uh, Tottenham fourth with 61 as well. United uh, fifth with 61. Chelsea uh, sixth with 60. Um, for the news, uh, just quickly, Ronaldo uh, could potentially not be back for the first Ajax game uh, due to his hand. Which I honestly think Ajax have a chance of beating them. I mean, I, I always, like, from the beginning, I was like, they could, like, with their recent form. They've got a chance. Um, Herrera, um, it's been confirmed that he's uh, going to leave PSG on a free. Um, leave two PSG on a free. Yeah, leave two PSG for a free. You said leave PSG on a free. Yeah, yeah. I meant the other way. Um, and finally, Griezmann, uh, the president of Atletico Madrid, said that Griezmann will stay in Madrid. Um Cripple two, take it away. Um, what what to say about this? Um, um, uh, oh, you mean the bro, you know situation? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, well, I'm gonna try and wrap this up in ten minutes. Um, so, right, so the plan, I think, going into this, we said bro, you know, as something that. We could see ourselves doing a podcast with, and we both saw it as a good thing. And but I think we didn't, we weren't honest to ourselves about 
where we wanted this to go and because where I wanted this to go was potentially different to where I wanted to go with it and Cripple I one. think I think now we have a vision that we both agree on and that we both want to follow and therefore I think this could be highlighted in our both disagreements with if you if you saw on Thursday we we in, we announced test runs for um what do you call it um like NBA 2K gaming series and after the reception and after after um much conversation between both ourselves the the best use of this thing is to still means like the brain of podcast that doesn't mean series like that doesn't mean series are gonna are gonna not happen um Which we haven't actually mentioned the football roundup yet um those shows the 150 150 real it's real it's something that i've been wanting to do for ages even before bro you know like wanting to do a podcasting type of environment myself just talking about what i love which is these and yeah and then then so and then for the other shows um we haven't announced two shows although they have been in development since no one of them was in development with, with, with the gaming shows and at the same same time as a hundred as a hundred and fifty real and then one of them we've just settled on on probably yesterday or or two days ago depending on when this is uploaded um which which is and now I will let you announce the two shows um so the two new shows will be uh takeaway and also the other one is the football roundup which I will be hosting cripple one um about an hour, an hour and a half episode of basically just rounding up the uh, football for the weekend, um, my opinion on it, on it all, and uh, no interruptions from Cripple to <laughs> Right, right. I, I see how it is. I see how it is. I see how it is. I've got. I had to say. It. I'm sorry. I had to say. It. No, that doesn't mean it's true. No, uh, it's fine. It's fine though. Right. You can have your right. opinion on it. Right, right, right. Um. Right, I didn't know we were going to have a confrontation on the podcast, but you know what? Fight me, bro. Like, literally, boxing fight, next boxing event, uh, Jake uh, Jake Paul, Logan Paul, KSI Deji, the... fl- fly us out so we can have, we can have the crippled boxing fight. It, could, it can be on the un- undercard. In fact, we, there is actually something called wheelchair boxing, so you know we can... Yes, it, no, it is wheelchair boxing, but I don't think anyone in the UK does it. I think it's more America. US. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think have, we, have you got anything else to say or? Oh, not really. I think I think that's most of. Due to some software issues and post edit issues, um, we weren't able to end properly. Uh, all Cripple Two and Cripple One wanted to say is just to subscribe if you're on YouTube. Uh, stream. Uh, if you are on Anchor or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., uh, we appreciate all the help. Um, you know, we're trying to grow this um, podcast to make something big. Uh, move to LA at some point. Uh, 
create it, make a sort of global podcast, and maybe into a TV channel or and bro, you know, media. Um, uh, we also wanted to mention that we will add the um, schedule, so you can let your, so you will know when we upload what uh, and when. And otherwise, that is all. We will see you in the takeaway debate. And for the next break in episode, episode 8. See you all.